It's that time again. It's time for the VCB podcast with your host, Jason Smith and Ronaldo Villarreal. February 2024, Macular Degeneration Month. We got a fun one today. Excited about this one. Right. Yes, always. Before we get started, let's bring in the man, the myth, the legend. Ronaldo Villarreal. What's up, Ray? How's it going, Jason? See, I was so excited already. I just started chiming in. <laughs> Didn't wait for my cue. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be a fun one today. I'm, I'm excited oh, for this podcast. Man, uh, I'm excited for always. our guest speaker. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I get excited every time we bring them on. So uh, you definitely got to stay tuned throughout the end. Wait for VCB stories. We got a good one today. Yep. Uh, before we can kick all that off, we got to... We got to do our housekeeping. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Even though we're all excited. Anyway, like I mentioned in the intro, it's Macular Degeneration Month. Um, so everybody that has macular de degeneration or a form of it like Stargardt's like I have, this is a great uh, time of year for awareness and just kind of seeing where you're at, checking in with yourself, checking in with your community. Um, check in with your doctor. Check in with your doctor because it is a progressive eye condition so you want to make sure that you're staying on top of everything and uh, so you could always give us a call here at the center at 559-222-4447 and check on your services where you're at in the process and we are here for you yeah or if you just heard about macular degeneration and you know you need services we can help you out so. absolutely um so to kick things off ray you know community is very important to us, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> yes. um, and we know we just want to remind everybody that we still have our community calls. They're still going strong, whether it's game night, the community call, the YA young adult group. Uh, they, they all exist and they're all important. And it's a great way for you to stay connected with other people in the community and just talk about whatever, you know, whatever your heart desires. Yeah, I want to challenge people this year, you know, with the new year. Um, if you haven't, you know, checked out these groups before, give it a shot. Give, you know, it doesn't hurt. It's free. You know, there's no no uh, financial commitment. You just you got to call in and get the link or the phone number for the group. And, you know, if it works for you, it works for you. You know, um, there's exciting individuals in those groups. And, you know, the one that I want to really get into uh, myself personally is that book club with Tom. Tom, yes. is, Tom has always been my person to go to for book recommendations. And it's just um, fell. You know, personally, I fell off a little bit, but I want to get back into it. And um, you know, last month was, you know, Braille Literacy Month, and I started reading more Braille to Nathaniel, mm. and now I want to continue to read more books. So, yeah, <laughs> get some recommendations for Tom. So. Tom, Tom is kind of like my go-to for blindness sometimes. Like, that guy's yeah. just so knowledgeable, whether it's tech, whether it's, you know, great book recommendations, movies. Me and Tom talk all Cat the time packs. about different shows that we watch <laughs> that are similar, you know? Oh, Yeah. The big Walking Dead fan. Yeah, if you're in the know, you're in the know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's a great way to stay connected with Tom and get a ton of great information and knowledge on all sorts of things in the blind community. And you can get all this information, dates, times, uh, the works over at myvcb.org. That's myvcb.org. And go to the calendar; it's all there. And if you have any more questions about any of the community calls and things that we do, whether it's game night, book club. You can reach Matt here at the center at 559-222-4447. That's 559-222-4447. Ask for Matt. Mm -hmm. 
All right. We also can't we can't go without talking about our resource. Yes. Right. Our resource group. Uh, our resource department. DEP. <laughs> the go-to right there for anything. You know, you have a question. Uh, you have some. You want to know about a program. You're not in the community benefits and stuff like that or have transportation questions, you mm -hmm. give us a call. The, that DEP team has a lengthy resource list. Yes. And I tell people all the time, if they don't know the answer, they'll take your information down and they'll give you a call back because their job is to go look for those resources when they if it's out there. So they'll look for it. And it's the Disability Equity Provider Line. That's what DEP stands for. Yes. And it will show up on your phone. It may be not, not recognized. Or if you do see the number, it's one 888-468-9115. Make sure you lock it into your phone so you know that it's Valley Center for the Blind calling you, but it's our disability equity provider line. Yep. And then they do do some calls, you know, so if you get that number, they're going to call you and, and provide you some information too. Like we re we just did a calling campaign for, um, we had, you know, there was some extreme weather here in california i think a lot of us are seeing it yeah <laughs> so or feeling it or feeling it or or you just or swimming in it swimming in it man that's what i do every morning last now. night was crazy oh my gosh um but yeah the, we'll, we even do some calling campaigns to just educate the community hey you you're in an area that might be affected so yeah um it's a good good program i really back it and i i really uh and i'm very happy for those individuals that help out on the dep program so shout out to them yeah. And, you know, we also have uh, the ride sharing. Yes. So you want to go ahead and explain that? <laughs> yeah. So we had a luckily we got a, a small grant from Fresno County to help support um, our our clients here uh, in the central or well, in, in Fresno County. We have to be a resident. That's, we're trying to work on other areas. But if you're a resident of Fresno County and needing support to get to a like a training center like ours or any other training centers that you uh, here in, in Fresno, um, or if you have a doctor's appointment or if you need to get to uh, a job interview, you know, that's one of the big reasons yeah. we have this fund is for um, help people looking for jobs. If you need transportation support, um, you can give us a call at the DP line and we can help um, possibly um, arrange a, a ride for you yeah. um, free of charge. So. Yeah. And that number, once again, is 1-888-468-9115. That's 1-888-468-9115. Five. Awesome. All right. <laughs> All right. Before before we get into our guest, Ray. Yes. <laughs> you know, how 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 was the the month of January for you? New year, new you. We did a whole podcast about it. It was Braille. You shared us with us about Nathaniel, but how do you feel that month took off for you just with Braille at the forefront? It it was great because it it got me, you know, back into like understanding like why it's important to me personally and and um it's a it gave me an, a good opportunity to educate my kids about it because yeah. you know and because they they're starting to get to an age where they can understand that dad can't see yeah. you know and you know mom is always reading books to them and and they ask hey i want dad to read dad to read to me you know and uh you know, I, I know I use a lot of cystic technology, but sometimes at late at night, my eyes are tired. Yeah. So I was like, let's just do let's let's give this sh the shot. And we I had some um, Braille liter um, children books. Mm -hmm. um, Thomas the Train is one of Nathaniel's favorites right now. That's awesome. And um, so uh, I started reading it to him and 
um, I'm looking to get some more books. There's um, there's a wonderful program out there that's called Seedlings that um, create these wonderful children books from the actual, you know, regular children's book, and they just layer on some braille on top of it. So it makes it so cool. So they see the the cartoon characters or the the, the arts on it. So they, they can still get that enjoyment. So and I I'm able to read to them. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And the reason the other reason I wanted to bring it back up is because it's Macular Degeneration Month. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Braille is such a great resource and I don't want to see it fade away. Yeah. And like you, you have kids and not only are you able to read to your kids, you're introducing them to another language, yeah. so to speak. Right. It makes that's how dad is literate. Yes. And I, I want everybody to know whether you have kids or or not, you know, literacy for the blind is Braille. Uh, mm-hmm. We talked about elevator usages. We talked about reading hotel uh, information when you get to a hotel for travel. Even um, like an ATM. ATM. There's <laughs> Braille and ATM. You need your cash, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's also, I, I would encourage you to share it with your loved ones. Share it with your kids. Even get them encouraged to maybe learn even basic Braille. Yeah. There's career opportunities. We wouldn't have some of the resources we have if it wasn't for a sighted person that first, you know, typed it up. Yeah. So, you know, just just know that it's it's a resource out there for you and it could be a resource for your sighted supporters as well. Yep. All right. So now I think we're we're ready to get into our guest. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, I know we got these wonderful things, but I'm like, I know, I know. who our guest speaker yeah, is. And we, I'm... <laughs> we could draw this opening out, but it, it, we're, we're serving ourselves an injustice because we're just too darn excited to get to our guest. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's time for VCB Stories. Stay tuned. You're going to love our guest this month. It's time for VCB Stories with your hosts, Jason Smith and Ronaldo Villarreal. We got a good one today, Ray. Yes, we do. Macular Degeneration Month. Star Guards, what's what I have, is uh, a junior onset of macular degeneration. So uh, we decided we'd bring in a very, very special guest. He's been on the pod before. Uh, he does so much amazing work in the blind and low vision community. It's the one, the only, Sam Levy from The Blind Life. Sam, welcome to the podcast, my brother. Uh, Please go ahead and let everybody know uh, exactly what it is you do on YouTube. Yeah, so most people probably know me from my YouTube channel, The Blind Life, where I share my life living with vision loss, and I focus mainly on assistive technology. Uh, My channel is one of the top channels pretty much in the world, talking about assistive technology for the blind. And um, I'm very fortunate that companies will send me these products and I can review them and give my honest opinions and hopefully let people out there in the community know what's what's good and what's not any good. <laughs> um, YouTube is my main home, but I'm also on all the other social medias, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, all of that. And I also have my podcast, the Blind Life Podcast, which is available on most podcast platforms. And and just for the record, Sam, uh, you are the number one yes. tech yes. for for the low vision and blind for sure. <laughs> yeah, I uh, think so. I look up to you. You know, I always watch your videos and I appreciate it every time. And every time you come out with a new link, I always forward it to our assistive technology instructors here at the agency. So thank you for that. Awesome. <laughs> saves well, us some you. saves them some time for doing the research. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's great. And and for and for the audience too, Sam, could you go ahead and let them know your eye condition? 
Yes, I have Stargardt's proud Star Guardian. Um, yes. <laughs> diagnosed at age 11 and my current acuity, at least the last time I had it checked was uh, about 2,400 in my good eye, 2,850 in my bad. Oh, we're like dead on, but I think we're like the same age too. So it's kind of funny. I don't know if that's see, any, see, I, I almost got into the cool club, the, the cool kids club in the star guardians club, but, uh, I ended up, the doctor said, Nope, you have yeah. retinitis pigmentosis. <laughs> they were, they were going to be uh, between the two. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. <laughs> we'll still let you hang out with us. I uh, appreciate that. And <laughs> being a fellow Star Guardian, and it is why we invited you on in this particular episode because we are celebrating uh, Macular Degeneration Month, and Star yeah. Guards being a junior onset of that. Um, could you go ahead and and go ahead and talk about macular degeneration for a little bit, and maybe how it connects to Star Guards for those who don't know? Yeah. So, I mean, macular degeneration—that's kind of the 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 key word that everybody knows, um, but it's really macular degeneration is kind of a result that can be brought on by a lot of different things. Um, so essentially it's, it's the degeneration of the macula, hence the name, um, <laughs> which is the center of the retina. And so lots of different things can cause the damage to the center of your retina. Um, Age-related macular degeneration is what most people are kind of familiar with. There's a dry version. There's a wet version. The wet version is caused by bleeding in the eyes. Um, so lots of different things. Cone rod dystrophy, they're kind of all similar, but Stargardt's, which is what we have, is an inherited retinal disease. And it's basically, it's very odd. It's very random. It's, it essentially is our body can't process vitamin A and because of that, it causes a buildup of wastes on the eye, on the macula, and that damages the macula and causes our central vision loss. So it's, it's kind of a, a quirky little thing that our bodies do, and this is the result. See, I couldn't have done that better myself. That's why I asked you to explain. Right. Now I know a little bit more, too. The vitamin A. Yeah, no, the vitamin A. Yeah. yeah. And there's a wet and a dry, <laughs> just like with regular yeah. macula. And it's it's a whole fun thing. And I think this would be a good time, too, Sam. Um, there There is an online, um, what would you call that again? Um, forum? It's a, like a forum, like a, a thing you're getting ready to host at the end of the month, correct? Oh, the summit. The summit. The yeah, summit. yeah, there you go. Summit. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and add, add that, advertise it. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to the summit. So the Stargardt yeah. Summit, it's being hosted by the Carroll Center up in Boston and um, also co-hosted by Elkius Pharmaceutical Group. Uh, the Blind Life is one of the partners. Uh, Foundation Fighting Blindness is a partner. Um, Prevent Blindness is a partner. The Carroll Center is also a partner. So it's it's one of the first Stargardt Summits um, hosted by the Carroll Carol Center. It is going to be February 29th, and it is a virtual event, although there are some in-person spots still available. Jason, I don't know if you want to travel. Um, <laughs> there you go. I, I love to travel, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, um, But it's if you want more information, you can just Google Stargardt's Summit, or you can go to the Carroll Center website, C-A-R-R-O-L-L, -L, and um, they'll have information about that as well. And yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll be speaking on a panel of, for assistive technology. Awesome. Maybe we can put that in the, the description link. Right. Yeah, I've, I've been passing it around. It's, it's been getting around. It's funny because I had uh, 
one of our ILS instructors here, she has star guards and she came up to me. She goes, you hear about the summit? I said, yeah. She goes, awesome. she goes, yeah, there's a TikToker that I follow and he's going to be there speaking. And I'm like, Sam, she goes, yeah. I said, he's going to be on the podcast next week. <laughs> she, <laughs> she was like, really? <laughs> I was, oh like, I was like, yeah. Weird be, it's weird to be called a TikToker, but I guess I am. Yeah. I, it's, it's the one platform I haven't messed with Sam, to be honest with you. Right. So. Uh, I don't know why I just have, well, now I work on a federal contract where I'm not even allowed to have it on my phone. So, <laughs> Oh yeah. I yeah. just thought of that too. Yep. So yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Rules. <laughs> Rules. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> still get the YouTube shorts though. That's yeah. still okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, let's, let's pull the curtain back for people that, you know, may maybe just got diagnosed with star guards or uh, maybe it's one of our um, elderly that just got found out they'd had macular degeneration. What, what was your experience like as a kid, first and foremost? What was it like through school? Well, what I tell people all the time is, you know, especially if, if you have a child uh, that gets diagnosed, they're going to be fine. You know, it's always the parents that, that worry the most, and they're the ones that it, get hit the hardest with that news. The kids end up being fine. You know, I, I can imagine, Jason um, and Ray, I don't, you guys might have been the same, but... Um, I had a normal childhood. I, I rode my bike. I rode my skateboard. I played with my friends. Um, school was a little bit more difficult because it was much, much more difficult to hide the vision loss in school, especially with my, my giant large print books and my monocular yes. and all of that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, but I, I still, I always try to have a positive attitude about it. Um, and even with, people who are older and losing vision later in life, it's all about just learning new techniques. It's, it's literally, that's all it is. It's like learning how to do these things with this new low vision. You can still do them. You just have to learn this new way to do it. Exactly. And, and some of those techniques are really basic, you know, like one of those, yeah. oh, aha moment kind of techniques. It's like, oh, that's so easy. Why didn't I think of that? You know, so. <laughs> right. Well, ev- everything that we, we tend to do, we, we use muscle, mm-hmm. but so everything that we essentially do is a muscle, right? And the more that you exercise that muscle, the stronger and better you get at the activity you're doing. And that's the way I explain it to people. Um, it's not that we can't do it. We just have to find a different way and then keep working at that certain way until we master it. Yeah. yeah. Even, even like that, when you're a young kid, you know, growing and growing up with that, because I, I relate to you, Sam, like you said, it's like you'd live that normal life. You still ride a skateboard. You still, you know, get in trouble like everyone else, but you have to do it. There's some d- different uh, ways of doing that. <laughs> I, I remember seeing a video that you did um, showing people how you uh, mow the lawn still, you know, and I, I, <laughs> that's I, old I, school. <laughs> that is an old school one. I trust me. I know. Yeah. I, I, that's why I tell you, I, I watch your videos. Yeah. <laughs> So, but I laughed at when you made that video because I was thinking to myself when I was a child and my dad, I was in middle school at the time and he's like, Hey, you need to get out and do something with yourself during the summer. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you're going to go cut some lawn. I'm like, I can't see. He's like, too bad. You're going to still do it. (laughs) Never gave me an excuse, you know, to, to, to use my vision loss as an excuse. So, you know. Those are the good parents that do that. No, it, it does help. I mean, I'm, I work with a couple of young high school students and it's, it's very important for the parents to be involved and, and motivate and push them uh, to their limits. So very much so. Um, also, also, Sam, I, I was curious because I, I, I did like you, I did all the sports. I did all that. I was a high school athlete. 
And it's funny because I noticed that I got worse at sports. I'm like, how does that happen, right? How do you get worse at something that you did your whole life? And it was right before I was diagnosed. So it, it, was, it was quite funny. And my brother, I, I don't know if I shared that story with you, but my brother, who was older than I, he has it as well. I know you have a sister that has it. And he had went to go try to get his driver's license. And he couldn't pass the eye test. That's how he found out he had it. Because mm. he went to the eye doctor. They sent him to a specialist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they wanted to do a family study. And I didn't think nothing of it. And I sat in that chair that day and they're like, there you go. You have it. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> Life changing right there. That moment was like, <laughs> oh. it explained a lot of things to me, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's it's just, it's learning to cope and and learning new ways to do things. Yeah, I, I tell people all the time, it's it's like a skill. It's it's you're, you, you learn a new skill. And like you said, you have to practice it. And the more you do it, the easier it gets. You know, I hear people always ask me, um, well, do you struggle with this or do you, you know, what do you, do you have bad days? And I was like, honestly, I don't, you know, because I've, number one, I've been doing it for like 37 years now. And so you do anything for 37 years, you get pretty good at it. Um, And I I do, I do have bad days, not really bad days. I have bad moments, frustrating Mm -hmm. moments, and that's totally fine. And, you know, but what it's, it's setting yourself up with all these different systems and techniques and strategies to avoid or to mitigate those frustrating moments. You know, when, when you, when you know the skills and you know the systems and you practice and you know the strategies, then you don't have as many of those frustrating moments. And that's a perfect segue because in, in part of that process, we use a lot of technology, right? We use a lot of assistive technology to make these things happen. So you being the specialist that you are, my friend, go ahead and and share with the audience, maybe Maybe some of those tools and some of those devices, because uh, it's, it's, man, I mean, our phones, right? Our phones, it's all living on our phone yeah. right now. But mm-hmm. there's, there's other devices besides that that could really help us. Yeah, for, for most of us with low vision, um, simple magnification. That's where we always start. When I'm wor- working with a client, I always start with magnification. Well, I start with lighting. I tell people the easiest thing you can do with, to help with low vision is lighting, good lighting. You know, our especially with macular or Stargardt's, um, our central vision is often affected, and that's where a lot of our light receptive cells are located. So, um, and this is true for RP as well. And they say, you know, losing your night vision or having limited or decreasing vision in low light situations is one of the first signs that something's going on. Um, so, to kind of offset that, we need a lot of good bright light in all of our areas of our house, areas of our life. But then we start, move to magnification. And for a lot of us, a simple handheld magnifier, I use a 10 times Eschenbach, a little loop magnifier that works for me. Um, that's not going to work for everybody. But some type of handheld magnifier will help with most things. Uh, and if that doesn't, for whatever reason, then let's look at electronic magnification and kind of just keep working our way up. There is a solution for everything. You just got to find it. Right. Yes. And and I like both those. And I tell people all the time, it's like uh, I have a love-hate relationship with light because it's <laughs> I, I need it. It's my best friend. But sometimes I just it's it's hard on my eyes. So yeah. it's it, it tires them out. So That's the same with me yeah. with RP. It's that glare. Sometimes it's just too much. But. You know, I agree. Yeah. You you need that light. Yeah. You know, it really helps out. You know, navigating your situation at the moment. Mm-hmm. 
And that's why I always say, you know, if you're going to use some light, make sure you have an adjustable light where you could, you know, brighten it and adjust it as needed, depending <laughs> on the time of day or, or yeah. maybe what your eyes are going through that day. Yeah. I still remember that. Now, now he's talk, uh, you Sam, you talk about light and, and magnification. I remember when I was, again, back to my kid, when I was a kid, you know, playing, you know, playing the Game Boy where they didn't have backlits on those Game Boys. You have mm-hmm. to use a little <laughs> Caterpillar light with the magnifier on top of it. And like, oh, see, everyone was on the same playing field back then with me. <laughs> Just yeah. didn't think about it that way. But yeah, good magnifier and good light. I agree to that. That's funny. You're showing your age talking about a Game Boy. <laughs> I, w- I, wish I, I wish I had a Game Boy when I was younger. <laughs> I'm showing my age now. I, it was those little, all. It, you know what it was? I, it's all those uh, lawns I had to cut during that summer. There you go. <laughs> had to earn that game boy. It wasn't out when I was a boy. Is what oh. I was referencing. But that's oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't gonna do that to you. Uh, at right. least not on air. I'm. 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 I'm uh, accepting my. I'm at that stage where I'm accepting my age now. Oh, there you go. That's so another. That's step. why I let the gray come out. Another step. Forward. <laughs> Um, so outside of the magnification, what, what do you usually recommend, especially with someone with macular, uh, as it pertains to their phone? Um, I know there's a ton of apps, and I know that they've been growing ex- exponentially over the last few years. And in, in fact, probably even in this last year, I think, uh, I think uh, Android even came out with the AI. Um, yeah. So, so what are some of the things you recommend? Yeah, uh, I mean hands down, our phones are probably the the most useful tool that we have because they can just do so many different things because of all these these really amazing apps that we have. And many of them are free. Um, yeah, seeing AI is probably still the, 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 the king of apps for the visually impaired community. And now, as you say, it's available on Android as well as iPhone. Um, also on Android, Google Lookout is kind of a similar one, but has a little bit different, a little bit different features. Um, I tell you, what's I've been really digging into lately is all of these AI-powered apps and wearables and these types of things. Um, I just did a video a couple of weeks ago about Be My AI, uh, which is a new feature on the Be My Eyes app. And it's very funny. I'll tell you guys a, a story. So I, in that video, I talked about how I didn't love the name. I don't love the name. Be my AI. I don't know. Just something about it. It doesn't. It doesn't click with me. Um, it's a fantastic application. I love everything about what it can yeah. do. Just not crazy about the name. And so I mentioned that in the video, and then shortly after that, I get an email from Mike, the CEO of Be My Eyes, <laughs> and he says. He's like, you know, hey, great video, uh, you know, really, really, really great stuff. But um, just to let you know, we had lots of we had like over 100 beta testers, you know, comment on the name and decide the name. And that's what we went with. And he's like, so I'm just curious, what what would you have named it? If you don't like it, what would you have named it? And I'm I'm like, I don't know. I mean, hopefully I didn't hurt anybody's feelings, but I just say it. It's like I'm terrible at naming names. So don't ask me. But I just know that it. That doesn't work for me. <laughs> it's catchy. It's catchy. It, it, the, and then Mike, Mike, if Mike listens to this podcast, Mike, thank you so much for, for all that you do. But I guess my thing yeah. is it, it sounds too close to be my eyes. So when you try to explain it to somebody, you know, it's be my AI, be my eyes. I know eyes and AI are pretty sim, you know, similar to a sense if you're talking to somebody and it can get confusing because it's in the app. Outside of that, yeah. I, I don't really have a problem with the name, but it can be confusing when you're trying to explain it to somebody. 
Well, not only that, but and then someone pointed this out that a screen reader reads it out as "be my eye." Oh, <laughs> and so maybe that had something to do with why they chose that. I don't know, but um, that is cool. See, I didn't know that. So yeah, yeah, but you're right. I I was talking about this on a on my um, I do a members only call every month for my YouTube channel members, and um, we were talking about the app, and somebody was saying I can't find it on the app store, and and like no, it's 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 within the Be My Eyes app. Yeah. And they said, oh, I thought Be My AI was a separate thing. And I was like, see, that that kind of can cause some confusion. And I, I showed it to a couple of the the blind students that I work with, and, and they use it on a daily in school, you know, with each other, just so, you know, they can kind of see what they're wearing today. They, you know, their boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> so they take pictures <laughs> of each other, to, you know, and it's it's cute, man. It's like... Descriptive. Very descriptive. So, I yeah. mean, it's a wonderful product and it helps a lot of people yeah. out. I was impressed in like the character drawing that you, you had it, it, it um, scan and read out loud. I was like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. That was, that was kind of scary for me, but yeah. <laughs> still, yeah, it's great technology. Cool character, by the way. Yeah, it's very cool. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that's what I do in, instead of my job when I'm at work, instead of working, I, I doodle along my whiteboard. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love it. Uh, what about some of the lower key tech? Um, I know there's some lower key tech kitchen aids. Um, oh, what was the ones that you just you did a video you just did on one, yeah. Those those I call they're not bump dots. Hubbly, it's not the oh, Hubbly. Yeah. Is it the Hubbly or you just gave some away last week? Halos, halos, halos. and Mike Mike Wheeler one. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike. So yeah, they're fantastic. Um, they're you know, they classify them as tactile icons. So they're, uh, I keep saying they're like bump dots on steroids. They're, they're essentially um, bump dots that are utilizing universal icon design to represent what they, um, to, to identify what they represent. Um, you know, usually bump dots, it's just a bump and you kind of have to know what the system is for what you're marking, like your microwave, for example, and memorize it. But in this case, you know, you can put an icon, a tactile icon on there that actually represent what that button is. So the power up is an arrow pointing up. The power down is an arrow pointing down um, for on your stove, for example. The broil is a symbol that it's kind of indicates heat coming down from the top. Mm -hmm. The bake is a similar one, but it has heat coming from the bottom and the top. So, you know, it's just the defrost button on your microwave is a is a water drop. It's things that just kind of make sense for what they're what they're intended to represent. Yeah, it it allows me if I went to go visit Jason's house and he had these on, I could I can make out his system because sometimes when I use Jason's computer, I don't understand his bump dot system. <laughs> <laughs> it works for me, man. It works for me. Um, That's a great example. Yeah, perfect example. Um, and yeah. for and for our audience too, Sam, could you go ahead and let them know where they could. Uh, purchase those those uh, bump dots. Yeah, so the if um, they're sold through a couple places. There one place is there. There is an Etsy store that um, you can get them, and that is directly sold through the company uh, Tactile Designs. I believe is what the name of it. Um, you have to forgive me, but if you search, if you Google tactile icons, you'll find it. But you can also find it through LSNS. LSNS sells them as well. Yeah, and I'll, I'll do my own research too, and I'll, I'll make sure I put it in our description uh, below for those who want um, to purchase those. 
because uh, they they are very very tactile. They're very very specific, and like Ray had mentioned, they're universal. When people yeah. come over to your yeah. house, you know, people can get a good idea of what's what. Yeah, because there's more than one blind person out there. <laughs> That's sometimes I, I know I, I know a few. I know, right? It's like it's crazy <laughs> to believe that. So there's a couple, a couple of us out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And, and, and my last question for you, as far as technology goes, um, computer-based, what, what is some of your oh, suggestions? You're, you're opening it up I, here. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Hey, I've, I've actually emailed Sam asking for advice so okay. for some of this stuff, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what, what is some of your basic suggestions when someone's trying to purchase a computer? Because I know that's a, a question I get a lot. Yeah, I tell people that, you know, it's just like a fully sighted person. You buy the computer based on the need you're going to be using the computer for. You know, if you want to be a gamer, you're going to need a powerful computer. If you want, um, you know, you don't need, you're just going to be checking email and certain things like that. You don't need a powerful computer. You can save some money and just get a kind of a basic computer. The best part is, the great part is, is that the accessibility is already there on whatever computer you get. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe maybe Chrome. Chrome's a little a little suspect, but um, <laughs> Windows or Mac, the accessibility is already in there, and it's going to be great. Um, now, there's certain things you can look at peripherals. You might want a large print keyboard. You might want a larger monitor. I personally yeah. have my Windows computer connected to a 43-inch 4K Samsung monitor. Um, it's she's big, she's beautiful, and I love her. I could not imagine doing my work without big old 43. Um, (laughs) And now actually in my office, we upgraded and now I have two dual 43 inch 4K monitors. It's it's kind of crazy. I feel like I'm sitting at mission control at NASA when I'm sitting behind these monitors. Are those monitors the Samsung ones? Yeah, the exact same ones I have here. I got them in my studio. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's it's incredible. They're fantastic. Samsung's great because it's 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 got really good contrast. It's got really good colors. Um, but you know, I always say 4K. If if you are going to be using like enhancements, visual enhancements like magnification, large print, color contrast, high um, high contrast, then 4K is the way to go. You know, you want to give your eyes every chance they can to see that image. And currently, unless you want to spend like, you know, eight grand on a, on a 5K or 8K or whatever uh, Mac um, monitor, 4K, 4K is the best we have right now. Um, <laughs> it's overkill. You're, you're, you're buying yeah, for the yeah. future. Yeah. <laughs> and I know I asked you this last time, Sam, but I, I ask all our guests this. Somebody walks into your office. They're there for the first time. Uh, they're, they're dealing with figuring out what it is they need, what it is they want. They're not sure if they want it. What would you say to them to encourage and motivate them uh, to to get your services and, and move forward into this walk that we call blindness? I just tell them, I say, you know, nobody knows anything about the the low vision life until you're in it. You know, we're, we're not, unless you're born blind or born low vision, you, you don't you don't know how to do it. So you have to be taught. And I tell people that I usually work with people for about an hour, hour and a half for my first appointment uh, as an AT specialist. And I say, okay, all this amazing stuff we've talked about today and I've shown you today, this is literally just scratching the surface. Um, 
we are truly living in the best time in history to be living with vision loss because we have so many amazing things. Uh, the Apple Vision Pro, I know you guys were asking about that. <laughs> if you're allowed to talk about it, we'd love to get a little insight before you go for sure. I am, yeah, yeah. So I no, I purchased this myself. I, they didn't send it to me. Wow. Um, <laughs> and um, I mean, uh, and so I, I've, I've literally just got it today. Um, I've only had a short time with it. I, I just recorded my unboxing and my initial first thoughts video. That should, if I can finish editing, it should go out today. Um, and then I'm going to spend about a week working with it to to really get a full, uh, really in-depth evaluation and see how it's going to work for us before I make my final video. Um, right now I have my concerns. I will be honest. I, I, after trying it for about an hour doing a demo at the Apple store, uh, which I will be honest was a bit of a train wreck, but Ooh. I'm holding out hope because I understand that they just aren't, they're not accessibility experts. And so, yeah. you know, they can't answer all the questions. Um, so we'll see, we'll see, but, um, it's, it's a pretty awesome device as it is. We'll see how well it works for us though. Yeah. From star guardian to star guardian, I'm very interested because I've, I've made the plunge and I bought a few, some of the other AI glasses thinking that, Oh, maybe just maybe I always do this to myself, but this yeah. was the one device that I thought if there was any hope with it, it's going to be this device. Um, it has the potential, that's for sure. Yeah. So the videos that I watch, I'm like, well, I know I'm not going to be walking around New York with this thing or, or <laughs> yeah. L.A. on my head. But sitting at home, wanting to watch a movie, um, I, and I don't want to spoil I want everybody to go to Sam, uh, The Blind Life, right there on YouTube. He has amazing videos. I'm sure he'll have some TikToks on it. Um, <laughs> yep. But I, I just have one quick question, and you can, if you can answer. Does the magnification work with it? So it does have Zoom. It does have zoom magnification. Um, it does not have, at least right now, it does not have the built-in magnifying app. Okay. Okay. That's, so, that's yeah, doable though. Now, you can, that's notable. That's, that's, notable. that's a very big note. So okay. I'll definitely be looking forward to your video. Well, yes, you can... but, I, but, but like I said, it, as of right now, this has literally been out for like three days. Um, yeah. And so this is, this is still in its very, very infancy. Yeah. All the hardware is there for this thing to be incredible. Um, it's just, you know, not quite there yet. Okay. Yeah. Does it have voiceover at all or? It does. It oh. does have voiceover. It's got zoom magnifier. Um, it's got a lot of the accessibility that you would find on iOS or, or, or um, iPad OS. Um, yeah. It's just, once again, though, it's, 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 you do you do hand gestures in the air, and so, as AT trainers that we are, this is yet another device that we're going to have to learn how to use. <laughs> I just I, I'm making Train. a prediction right now. I'm predicting maybe a third party attachment, maybe like a, a joystick. Just just saying, uh, I can see that happening for, you know, someone that wants to use this, but you may want to just use a joystick to navigate it. Yeah. It would make it easier. <laughs> well, yeah, because there's there's other people that would use the accessibility features of a, of a joystick versus even hand gestures. So yeah, so yeah, but very still, very cool. So I'm make sure you guys look. Yeah, me too. Make sure you look out for that video because uh, you know 
my wife thought I was going to go out and buy it. And I told her, no, I thought I'm he was going to go buy it. <laughs> to like, be honest. <laughs> no, I, I usually jump on these things too, but I'm like, I even told her, I said, I'm waiting for Sam's video. I knew you were going to have one. I knew at some point you'd be talking about it. So wonderful. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Um, Sam, I want you to go ahead and one more time where we have the opportunity, plug the summit, uh, let everybody know where they can go to register for the summit. Yeah. The star guards summit is going to be February 29th in uh, the Carroll's at the Carroll center, which is just outside of Boston. Um, they, it's going to be a virtual event for pretty much everybody. Um, but there are, like I said, there are still a few in-person spots, a small handful. Either way though, check out, you can just Google star guards with an S star guards summit or go to the Carroll center website directly to get information about it amazing sam we want to thank you once again for joining us you're you're my favorite guest because you've helped me out so much over the years Uh, even before i found valley center for the blind here i was watching your videos so uh, you've really tremendously helped me out in my personal life a lot and i thank you again awesome i appreciate it you guys are awesome anytime you want me back just let me know (laughs) yep yep all right, be, be careful what you say. We'll yeah, be bugging you every month. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We want to thank Sam from The Blind Life. Make sure you go to YouTube, Sam. The blind, it'll be The Blind Life on TikTok. And what's your other one there, uh, Sam? You are on Instagram? I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, I got a Discord, although I never, I never get on that Discord. But people do. Some people do. <laughs> awesome. It's The Blind Life. If you're, if you're low vision... Definitely check Sam out. Sam, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks, guys. All right. We'd like to thank you, everybody, once again for joining us for another episode of the VCB podcast. We'd like to thank Sam from The Blind Life once again. Don't forget about the Stargard Summit on February 29th. We hope to see you there. All right, you guys, take care of yourselves and each other.